Welcome to TD Cowan Insights, a space that brings leading thinkers together to share insights and ideas shaping the world around us. Join us as we converse with the top minds who are influencing our global sectors. Good morning. Welcome back to TD Cowan Street Cred. I am Chris Kruger with TD Cowan's Washington Research Group and will attempt to translate K Street to Wall Street faster than a speeding Acela, and even faster if you juice up the playback. This month, we will attempt to level set where we are and aren't with the FY24 government funding negotiations and potential impacts of a government shutdown in five parts. Okay, at least five major issues to navigate over expiring government funding on Sunday, October 1. Uh, Number one, most obvious, the, the dollar amount. This should be easy since the discretionary spending levels for the new fiscal year were set in the ironically titled Fiscal Responsibility Act that raised the debt ceiling, but that's not the case. In that Fiscal Responsibility Act, the new fiscal year, which begins October 1, it should see a 3.2% boost for defense and non-defense to be held flat, but the Senate on a bipartisan basis says that those levels are the floor. And the House Republicans are saying that they are at the ceiling. At the end of the day, we expect the Senate to prevail, largely because the White House is in agreement with them. But this is going to be a big fight. Uh, The second major issue is is what's known as sort of the culture wars. The, The appropriations process has become a vehicle for any number of controversial policy amendments on issues like abortion, diversity, climate change, et cetera. There are 12 appropriation bills that that fund the the discretionary accounts of the U.S. government through the agencies and departments. So the Pentagon, the Labor Department, Homeland Security, et cetera. Uh, The third main issue, again, no big surprise here, is is time or or lack thereof. There's a a hard and fast uh, date of October 1, uh, which which is when government funding expires. Uh, the fourth issue to tackle here is is there are other bills with expiration dates uh, of October 1. The Farm Bill, the FAA authorization, flood insurance, just to name three, are all going to have to get roped into this, uh, or you will have expirations of those other three bills as well. Uh, the fourth big one is uh, is the $44 billion emergency supplemental. This is largely, you know, tw- call it $24 billion for Ukraine, $16 billion for disaster relief and the FEMA accounts, and then $4 billion for U.S.-Mexico uh, border funding. You know, this, this makes the overall package uh, more controversial, more challenging to, to get through, particularly in the House. Finally, point five, just the, the, the political context of what September is going to look like. We've got uh, a fairly toxic political environment between the, the 2024 election with another Republican presidential debate on September 27th. We've got the Hunter Biden special counsel and potential indictment by the end of the month. We're likely to have an impeachment of President Biden. We've got the Trump legal proceedings. Uh, it's just a, it's an 11 out of a 10 on on political toxicity. Okay, so those are the five issues. So so what happens? Well, uh, after 48 days away, the House and the Senate will be back in Washington together tomorrow with 18 days until a potential government shutdown. Uh, later today on Monday, the Senate's going to begin moving three of those 12 appropriation bills to, to fund the government. These are the three 
by and large, least controversial bills, funding the the VA, the Agriculture Department, Transportation, and Housing Departments. They're going to be merged into what's known as a minibus uh, that the Senate hopes to pass by September 22nd. What this is, is you know, the Senate on a bipartisan basis, largely marking the, the start of the end game for the, the shutdown spectacle. Now, within that Senate process, you're also going to have to have some type of continuing resolution attached to that bill that funds the other areas of the government at current levels, likely until mid-November, and then we'll, we'll do another shutdown fight uh, right before Thanksgiving. So while this Senate process is is pretty bipartisan, that the House will be decide more will will be decidedly partisan, with a potential vote uh, this week on the biggest appropriation bill, that nearly nine hundred billion dollar defense package. Aside from using different spending levels, again the Senate spending more, the House spending less. The House bill is also likely to be rife with a lot of these culture war policy amendments. Uh, the fate of that $44 billion plus emergency supplemental package is, is another known unknown. So net-net, there are really two potential outcomes here at the end of the month. Uh, the first is a, call it a, a six-week short-term spending punt on the, the big items uh, or a, a shutdown on October 1st. The, the former is our base case, though a shutdown this year remains a question of when, not if, in our minds. Outside of the economic drag of 2 million plus federal workers not being paid during a shutdown, potentially the bigger issue for markets is that all the economic data from the Labor Department will be delayed. So the Fed could be flying blind going into their November FOMC rates decision. Okay, that's a wrap. This has been Chris Kruger with TD Cowan's Washington Research Group for Street Cred. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for the next episode of TD Cowan Insights.